0: Hello and welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. I don't know if you can tell right now, but I've got a bit of a head cold, and as usual, my voice drops down about an octave. So, very dulcet, velvety tones on this episode. Or this could just be how my voice always sounds. I don't know, I have a very healthy disconnect when I edit these things. So, let's just start off with the tug of war with a head cold. Last week I talked about how I thought I had mentally beat it. Maybe I should have treated the bacteria like familiars and tried to um, work in tandem and build a symbiotic relationship with them instead of just assuming I would beat them in a mental game of tug-and-war with my immune system, which feels like God wiped his ass with it. It didn't work, obviously, uh, and I usually only get sick once a year. Um, Usually I just get one that knocks me right on my ass, and that's it. I thought I was already sick earlier this year. I think this head cold just comes out of the fact that I've actually been really social, and that's not anything I wanted to bring up Right off the bat, but that last week, I went out on Monday to play pool with a friend, and then Tuesday I went to trivia, and then Wednesday I managed to stay in, Um, but I I made my way uh, home instead of getting a ride from work, so I was out in the cold, and then uh, Thursday, Lizzie had um, texted me about, even though it was snowing, he just needed to get out of his house, and we made some plans to to hang out and go see some DJs that he had seen on his cruise, and uh, I'll talk about that day later, uh, and then Friday, I, I stayed in, we were, ended up, um, canceling, um, Shooting the Gap recording because of schedules, because I was gonna have a dinner with Deb the next day, so I couldn't move the recording, and then, um, it turns out on Saturday, um, dinner wrapped up, I was home probably around 9 o'clock, and, uh, Justin, a brother of Shooting the Gap's, um, Ryan, texted me, and he's like, are you coming over to my brother's? I said, why, do you want to play a tabletop game? And he goes, of course I do, and so we did. Um, which led into a brief, intense um, confrontation with Gonzo. But Gonzo, you know, apologized later on that he was a bit too aggressive. Um, he was upset that, you know, we had canceled the recording, but I still showed up on a Saturday night. night. And I said, well, one, the Saturday night plans were super short notice, um, it, you know, that, you know, it just, I Justin texted me at 5.30. I didn't even see that text till 9.00. I said, sure, if you want to get together, like, okay. But he was a little concerned. I said, well, look, we canceled the show, you know, for a week because, you know, scheduling, I didn't know what time dinner was going to be. These plans are now short notice, you know, relax. It's, it's my ass on the line. If the show does not come out consistently, not you guys, that you guys can make me the bad guy. I'm the bad guy in this. So I don't know why you're you know, raising your voice and, and pointing at me. And, uh, he just kept, you know, raising his voice and pointing his finger right in my face. And I was like, crossing some boundaries. And, I, you know, he was like, just get away from me. And I said, okay. So, you know, I walked out. And I talked to, uh, to Ryan for a little while. And then I went back for another cigarette. And Gonzo was like, look, I'm really sorry. I was that belligerent. I went, it's fine. We're okay. You know, I understand being that upset. So, you know, in the end, like, I had a great time playing. But I, I went out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, it's like it, I just had, you know, I just, I think I stretched myself too thin. Um, I wasn't sleeping a whole lot because I kept going out and getting home late. Um, and it resulted in this head cold. So, but I'm feeling okay. I'm a little stuffed up, but other than that, I feel fine. I'm trying to get as much sleep as humanly possible, which for me is usually the best medicine. Unfortunately, it will jump to BACN updates. Um, because of the cold, I haven't done a whole lot. I wanted to be farther along on the website. Uh, I am not. I just can't focus on HTML with a head full of snot. I did um, Deb did listen to the um, the pilot for Black Falls. I had some notes. I managed to take care of that and reprocess the um, raw audio. So that's taken care of, and I'm trying to, you know, do all the little stuff that I can, like uh, setting up um, an ancillary. Twitter account for um, the, when we say things and when we're not recording them, go, oh, why wouldn't we record that? It's such a great line. Like when I call Riley the Jan Brady of Buffy's Love Life. Um, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'm doing kind of the small stuff. Um, and then next week, when I feel a lot better, I'll start really ramping up in terms of getting um, the website back into shape, uh, starting with um, new web pages for. The shows because we're gonna have to update um, to have Black Falls and Splinter in your mind there, uh, as well as the actual web pages for Black Falls and Splinter in your mind, which really won't take me that long. I just I just gotta sit down and do it. But uh, just trying to stare at HTML, like I said, with headful snot, is just not conducive. And you know when you're sick, I get easily frustrated. And you know if something's not working out, you know I don't have the patience to go through line by line of code and figure out. Oh, that's not a closed link or whatever. I just don't have an enemy, so I'm going to start uh, in earnest next week. Um, otherwise, you know, and I I I'd, I'd skip a variant uh, two weeks ago. I skipped it because like, just scheduling um, the day job soaked up too much of my time with two new hires. And then this week, uh, it, it, it was the cold, and um, I, I just couldn't focus on, on doing a, um, a variant cover. But I have added the variant cover into my to-do list on Epic Win. So that's going to give me a bigger incentive to get them done on Friday so that I can enjoy the weekends, and they're just done on Fridays. Uh, and this Friday, I don't... Uh, I, the irony is that this Friday, I don't know if I'll have the time to work on it. Yeah, I probably will, but... Because this Friday, I'm going down to the DMV, um, and the, the DMV and the county courthouse uh, to see the clerk so I can get some uh, 10-year-old, 12-year-old records... So I can start getting my license back. So, you know, really, if by the time I record next week for uh, the next episode of Dem and I've got a learner's permit, I'll be a happy camper. Um, Yippee. So uh, be wary, drivers. I may be there soon on the roads with you, transversing highways. This super one, or any other one that would be bland and mundane and made of concrete, as opposed to ones and zeros. So anyway, uh, so let me talk about Thursday uh, real quick last week, and uh, so and you might have heard about a little bit on this on uh, no pause just the clap, uh, specifically episode ninety one, clap gasmo, um, where. Lizzie turned the social contract Kind of on its head uh, And kind of aimed a bullet at Deb In terms of how she just Kind of left us high and dry Not high and dry, but, you know, she just kind of split On some plans Well, let me kind of further that story What happened was that Lizzie had texted me um, While I was at work I know it's snowing, I just gotta get out of my house I got cabin fever real bad I said, I can't spend the night, I have to at work early The next morning, he goes, no, I'll drive you home I said, great, then I don't care what the fuck we do he finds out there's some DJ he saw on his cruise playing at a, uh, a, a barcade, they call it it's a bar with arcade cabinets, um, called One Up, and uh, I said, sure, great, let's go, and he goes, well, I want to get some dinner first, I said, great, where do you want to meet, and he goes, well, I'll pick you up from the train station, and we'll go to where Deb works, and we'll, you know, grab a couple drinks, and uh, grab dinner, I said, sure, sure, um, I, I didn't end up grabbing dinner, I'd eaten kind of late at work, but we went for drinks, I uh, ended up hanging out with our friend Andy, and uh, the non there. And the non has been not so happy that Deb has re entered the dating world. Um, and Lizzie and I had talked about a few theories. Mine was that he was, the non turn was secretly in love with Deb. Uh, and, you know, Lizzie thought that, yes, well that may be true, he thought that maybe something happened recently to kind of maintain that. I don't want to say delusion, but maintain that idea, that belief, that hope in the non-turn. So, you know, Deb sees us and uh, comes over to me and Lizzie and Andy, and she goes, hey, just a heads up, Brandon will be showing up. It's his, like, pool league night. And I'm going, oh, God, like, it's Deb and her new guy and Michael, who, uh, the non-turn, who has a problem with all of this. They're all going to be, like, within, like, 20 feet of each other. And I looked at Lizzie, and I was like, let's stay for the fireworks. Let me tell you what, guys, I was wrong. I rarely say it, rarely don't even acknowledge it, but I was wrong. So what happens is, Brandon shows up, he comes over and says hi to me, introduces himself to Lizzie, that's all well and good, usual social pleasantries, but I tell Brandon, I said, Deb and Michael are here, and I know I'm your friend, but, like, I'm their friend too, so I gotta play this fucking, like, like you know, holy, like, you know, sacred ground in fucking Highlander, man, like, no fighting. And he's like, no, that's cool, that's cool So I was like, just so you know, like, if, you know, I ignore you It's not because I don't like you or whatever Or I disagree with anything It's that, you know, I just, I gotta be I gotta play Switzerland on this shit You know, Brandon goes and fucks off and plays pool, which is fun Um, the next thing I know Uh, Lizzie walks around the table, pulls out the chair next to me, we're at like a four-top table And, uh, and Andy had been gone at this point So it's just me and Lizzie kind of sitting next to each other He pulls out the chair on the other side of me, and I'm going, well, that's fucking weird. Um, Maybe he's being polite to an invisible woman, I don't know, or a ghost. Nope. Turns out the non-turn has gotten can't walk drunk in a very short amount of time. Um, Incredibly self-medicating. Incredibly trying to numb himself to whatever he's feeling. And they put him down in the chair, and I hold the chair so he doesn't, like, slip out of it, as drunks do. And he immediately puts his head down, and then starts crying. Which... You know, I I'm good at empathy in an intellectual way, where I can go, okay, you're sad, I know why you're sad, and I want to comfort you, but I don't have a lot of, well, that's not true. I do have personal experience to pull on to to put myself in that in that mindset, but then because I'm a selfish human being, I will think of the thing to um, gain empathy, but then I just end up feeling like bad about whatever. I just thought of it and go, oh, you know, I either didn't deal with whatever that was that I'm pulling out of myself, or it's making me feel sad again, whatever. So I kind of suck at, like, kind of a conjoined empathy. But, uh, so I kind of do, like, a series of very awkward facial expressions, which Deb caught. Um, and, you know, everyone's like, well, how's he getting home? We're like, oh, we're giving him a ride, don't worry. And we drop the non-turn off, and he refuses to let Deb, like, come into his apartment, and I'm going, okay. And while there... Well, we're on the way home. Michael is having this very loud, um, sobbing uh, confession session with Deb about how she led him on and that he's always loved her, and da 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 da. da. And Lizzie's trying to kind of interject and calm everything down. And look, Deb's like, "Look, I'm talking to Michael. I will take care of it." So I end up talking to Lizzie about how bad, how horrible a rapper DMX is and about how I had this dream for a Night Vale restaurant that'd be really fucking cool. We get to the apartment. Lizzie takes Michael upstairs, puts him to bed. That's fine. Um, Deb is, like, quietly seething um, both at the whole situation and at me because she's like, what the fuck is your problem? And I'm like, what did I do? I didn't do anything. And then it turns out she was really mad that I started this, like, side conversation with Lizzie about DMX and Night Vale. And I was like, look, you were having this, whatever the opposite of a Kodak moment is with, with Michael. I was just trying to stay out of it. And, you know, and you said you were talking to Michael and you take care of it. So I was just having a conversation with Lizzie as I ought to do with just another human being who's sitting right next to me and, you know, trying to make it as comfortable as humanly possible. So I wasn't trying to distract from Michael. I wasn't trying to discount or trivialize any of what he was saying. I was just having a separate conversation. And she was like, her off. And I was like, well fuck you, I'm not in the wrong. So you can be as mad at me as you want, but whatever. Lizzie gets back in the car. Deb has not left the car and she's like, I don't want to be home right now. Can I hang out with you guys? And we're like, sure, fuck it. So we go to one up and it turns out there's this massive cover and I'm like, oh horseshit, like I didn't sign up for a fucking huge cover. And Lizzie's like, no, no, I got it, and I'll, I'll um, you know, buy your beers. And I said, sure, sure. And uh, so we all go inside. Lizzie buys, you know, around for us, and we're hanging out, and he kicks ass at the Tron cabinet, which I've never met anyone who's good at the Tron cabinet game. Um, and I play some of that, uh, that X-Men arcade game that's based on the uh, 90s uh, pilot, Pride of the X-Men. Um, so they come over and make fun of me for being Dazzler. And uh, the night kind of goes on, and... I go out for a cigarette and I come back and Lizzie is just kind of sitting at the bar and he's like, have you seen Deb? And I went, no, but I went out for a cigarette. I'm not going to see her smoking because she doesn't smoke. And he goes, uh, she might be in the bathroom. And I went, okay. So we gave it a couple of minutes and then it's like, I don't know, I don't know where she is. I text her, where are you at? She then texts Lizzie that she had been looking at her phone, which we told her, like, don't look at your phone. Don't look at your phone. That she had texted Brandon to pick her up and had just split Now, if you listen to that no applause, just the clap, I say it wasn't even an Irish goodbye. Now, some people don't know what an Irish goodbye is. What an Irish goodbye is, is when you're drunk and you you say, I'm going to go for a cigarette, I'm going to go to the bathroom, I'm going to grab another drink, I'll be right back, and then you just never are. You just split. Whether you knew you were going to leave or not, that's an Irish goodbye. That wasn't even... it. As Lizzie said, he just turned around and she was fucking gone. So, I mean, one, he had to have been completely distracted by kicking ass at the Tron game for her to just split and go unnoticed. Um, and we never got to play skee-ball, which I guess would have kept her there, but whatever. Um, it's not that like there are prizes. We don't get tickets. It was just... It's, it's, it's bragging rights. But so, you know, Lizzie and I kind of go, okay, well, you know, time to go home, I guess. And uh, so it was this weird drama-fueled night... Uh, fueled, filled, however you want to look at it that I was the calm kind of center of I felt very proud of myself that I didn't get sucked into anything but you know Lizzie and I pretty much just talked on the way home about like we don't care that Deb left it was just that we were worried all of a sudden that we couldn't find her and it's like we don't know if she's safe and we don't know what's going on and it turns out Michael may have, may or may not have, I'm still a little unclear and this made some self-harm references in a, in a text so she was worried and I said fine they were hanging out when I called her a couple of days ago, so I, I don't know what the sitch on that is, but I, I think, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's once again, I'm staying the hell out of it. Uh, if they're, you know, like, like I said with with Brandon and Deb, as long as they're happy and I'm not involved in the relationship whatsoever um, beyond a surface level, I'm fine. And with Deb and Michael, as long as they're happy or functionally unhappy and I'm not involved in that whole thing more than a surface level, I'm fine. Whatever. It's her life. She deals with the... Uh, the, the She makes the actions. She deals with the consequences That's just being an adult. So, can't live life form, people. You can only control yourself. And that's what I did, and I'm very proud of myself doing it with both Gonzo and with the whole Thursday night debacle. Not debacle. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. I went out. Lastly, I'm going to shave my beard, which I've had for... Oh, Four months now, but I was watching *Walking Dead* and I saw Rick shave it, and I'm going, you know, Grimes. Maybe you got the right idea. So I'm gonna do uh, a thing for the whole thing from *How I Met Your Mother*, where I'm gonna kind of shave it in the ways that Ted shaved his down, and then uh, I'm gonna take a picture kind of of each, each stage and uh, and 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 uh, tweet them out um, and, and text them to people because I thought it'd be really funny for the people that watched um, *Him Yim* or *How I Met Your Mother* to go like. You know, the whole Chester a. Arthur thing, the whole Persian nightclub owner thing. That and, and and really, I was looking at a horoscope for no reason. I don't really believe in it. But it said, like, oh, there's something is in high ascent, so my love life thing is is gonna be extended uh, out to a certain point in time. Um, and I just thought, you know what, I'm not having a whole lot of luck with the ladies with this rat creature living on my face. Maybe I'll go sans rat creature. So We'll see. Um, really, I, I had a strangely prophetic dream about buying a PlayStation 4, so that might be my hot Japanese girlfriend, really, in the end. So, eh, what you gonna do? Maybe it's better that I date a, uh, you know, date a PlayStation 4 for a while before uh, having to deal with the anxiety of dating a real woman. Who knows? I don't. Um, all I know is I need a PlayStation Uh, before Arkham uh, Night comes out, because whether I'm dating someone or not, I'm not leaving the house for probably a week once that game comes out. So, from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug, and from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have actually been my neuroses. Good night, internet.